welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 31. 31. Yes. I should know this number. Yeah, you should. 31. Number. We matured. Yeah, we're mature. We're grown. We're grown over here. 30, I, of course, am your host, Wade Aloysius Blogs. Yeah, <laughs> we go with that. It's so funny people call me Aloysius trying to be funny in my DMs and spell it all wrong. It's mm. a correct spelling of it? It's a correct spelling of Aloysius, which... We're not getting into it. I'm about to say, it's I never would have. Yeah. People only correct you because I swear I said we're Googleable and ain't nobody hit me up about people that. People hate me, yeah. Because people love you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what it is. You keep trying to tell <laughs> Nobody me. said nothing about us being Googleable. Yeah. Nah. People hate me. Social media is built for women anyway. It's it is. just natural. All right, go ahead. Anyway, um, of course, we. <laughs> First lady. Um, Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The. Wait for it. <clears throat> you checking both of his phones. Wade okay. blog. <laughs> Shout out Gate. Um Free Gate, yeah. Free Gate. I posted that too. Um joining me as always, the first lady of Words with Wade, um, Ari. I what like up, A? That. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Forget all the nicknames and just call me First Lady Ari. Word. First Lady Ari. <laughs> no, I'm about just playing. Yo, I thought I told y'all I want this thing put on the back of my car. I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, gotcha. so serious. Like, you know what? That's that's gonna be my brand. We can get it done. First All right, well, what's up, people? And um, as you have heard already, um, G Lies in the building. I, I don't have any. It always feels funny when I said you because I don't have anything to say in front of you. Because because the crazy part is they still just can't get the name right. So it is that, hilarious. I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> G Lies in the building, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as always with the Worth Weight podcast, we always start out with our week in review. Uh, so Ari. Um, tell First us about Ari. yeah, First Lady Ari. Correct that. Um, tell us about your week. How was your week, man? I spent my week being woke. No, I'm just playing. No, Word. look, woke as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all. Um, I started watching um, Dear White People, and I got so caught up. I be watching like four episodes a night or something. It's totally horrible. I mean, not the show. The show is really good. I'm not saying you're going to tell me. I mean, I was just like, yeah. it's real bad <laughs> as far as if you are a binge watcher, you will probably watch. And you was the just telling me season. in the lobby, like, nah, just go ahead and watch it. So why you can't watch it? I was <laughs> like, I know I'm a binge watcher. This shit is good, man. And he was like, it's only 20 minutes. I was like, so it's that means I'm going to at least watch four episodes. Yeah. But it's good, though. It's all right, though, because I've been doing the same shit. Uh, see, I, I um, need a day. I'm just going, uh. Dear no white people, That's for the day. Yeah, just for a day. Um, shit. Other than that, your girl got health insurance. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
Um, it's really ironic you get it now considering <laughs> you know what, I mean? what just happened. Yeah. Right, or, right. Um, on the fourth. Yeah. yeah. Um, May the but, fourth be with you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I did get my uh, health equity card or something like that, like my little HSA or whatever. And it got money up there. Something like that. Like the 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 company puts money. No Joe Butner now. Oh my God! No, no, no. The company puts money onto this card, and then you take out some money from your paycheck and put on the card, and they'll match it and stuff like that. And then that's how you use your money to go to the doctors and stuff, like free money. Okay. They. I mean, you ain't have to give me the description. I just needed you to know whether you're in a 360 deal. Goodbye, man. Exactly. Need you to be aware of that. Bye, man. But other than that, I mean, my week was real chill. Um, I ain't get nothing new, so I I don't know. I just, I slacked off all week. Word. I couldn't concentrate on, like, one thing. Like, I just kept slacking off, kept doing all these little projects, never finishing anything. So this week, I just was not You need a fidget productive. spinner. One of those things? Yeah, you need one a little fidget yeah. spinner. Okay. You haven't seen those you things You don't know about the, the fidget spinners? No. It's, it, it was initially created in... To work your wrist out? In the UK, um, for uh, <laughs> no, I'm not laughing. I'm gonna kids like, who have thing. like um, ADHD and autism mm-hmm. to help them focus, but it's just become like a a wild craze. It's literally just like a three pronged spinner that you hold in your hand that makes noise, and when it spins, it depending on the one that you have, it shows a picture. It shows like a little image. But now it's gotten to the point that, you know, kids have it and they. Yeah, you know, America. Yeah, they do I've never tricks. heard of such they sorcery. They do tricks and stuff with it. I, I'll show you a picture later. Such sorcery. You know, such... America's going to make a dollar off it. The crazy, the lady who originally created it had to give up the rights to it because she couldn't afford the renewal fee for the patent. Mm, so happened. she she lost out on a lot of bread. That happened. Yeah. Mm. So. G. Yeah. How was your week? Um, pretty fucking productive. Uh, well, at the beginning of the week, it was pretty fucking productive. The rest of the week sucked. <laughs> um, um, you gonna talk about the um? Yeah, mm. yeah, cause that that's what made it AGR suck. Shoes? Yeah. Hmm? Huh? AGR shoes? No, no we're not no, talking no, about we... the AGR shoes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna no. thank me one day? <laughs> When, I, when the AGR shoes are actually made, I'm not yeah, trying. Yeah, you gonna think I'm not trying to follow Ball's goddamn example. Don't. <laughs> it's a big baller brand. Four hundred and goddamn nah, some sneakers. Hey man, I respect the hustle though. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> but goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy in New York that was standing in line for you to get your shoes. Yeah. Shit. I don't. I don't care where they at. They can be in goddamn South Dakota. If they stand in line to get a pair of shoes that I had something to do with. Yes. Okay. Charlie Sheen winning. We gonna take it back there. Um, <laughs> nah, I got um a great song. Uh, the first draft of the mix done. I sent it to the artist. Shout out to uh, Amisha. Like she, the shit she's about to do, like is going back to classic, nostalgic, R and B music. Like the song that she start, she recorded the Wanted track. Um, put me in the mindset of like. Monica, mm. like early Monica when she was sitting on the curb with the, the big white shoes. Oh. <laughs> it put me in that mindset. So I was happy that I got the first draft done, um, sent it to her. She said she loved it. Uh, we both agreed that there's a few things that, you know, need to be added and kind of tweaked as far as 
her vocals, but nah, that 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 was good. Um, the beginning of the week was good because I was running. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Um, <laughs> this month I'm in a cardio group on Facebook. Like we all downloaded um, an app. I'm not gonna sh- shout out the name of the app. Right. Again, they not paying us. Fuck them. Right. Um, but it's a it's an app that once we everybody sends friend requests and we all save it. Like it records the miles that you ran, walked, you okay. know, worked okay. out, and all of that. So it's a competition for the whole month of May. And the competition is basically don't be the last person mm. on the board. Right, right. So the motivation has been crazy like that. I didn't know motherfuckers could do shit like that. Within the first three days, um, the top five people in the group was like at 17 fucking miles. I'm like, what? <laughs> I went out the first day and did like, Two and some change. I was like, damn, I didn't call how long a fucking mile was on foot. That's and they running whole miles, like just that. mile after mile after mile. I was like, shit, I'm not in cheap for all of that. Okay. Got back in my groove, though, until I fucked up my foot. Yeah. That's the shit that pissed me off. Um, The day I ended up fucking up. And the, the, the crazy thing was, I did, I put up six miles that day, six plus miles that day. And felt great, felt wonderful. Got home, chilled, took a shower, ready to watch a movie, threw some shit in the stove to eat, and then my foot stopped fucking bothering me. And I haven't been able to walk correctly since, like, Wednesday night. The fuck? Yeah. What what happened? I don't know. Like, I just did regular jogging shit, like, doing research and talking to people. Um... I, I don't know how to pronounce the technical name for it. The the slang name for it is cop heel. Mm. Like it's a it's a area of tissue that connects the heel to your toes. So like okay. it gets inflamed and kind of like swollen. Mm. And it causes you not to be able to put pressure on your foot or flex your toe or shit like that because the muscle has to stretch. So when it stretches, it's irritated. Like, it's not no shit that is just like, oh, I got to have surgery or nothing. Like, no, sit the fuck down, put some ice on it, chill the fuck out. You be out. Yeah, so about to start binge watching Dear White Dear White People, right? <laughs> and um, you should. What? Other than that, it was pretty good. Oh, my truck died, too. Your truck died? Yeah, it, it died. Like, in the middle of me driving it. Like, I was driving, and then, like, all the power just went off, and the truck just stopped. The fuck? It happens when, like, so when your alternator dies <laughs> and you're not aware because they have no fucking warning systems in your vehicle to let you know, hey, your alternator's dead. You're now driving on your battery. Mm-hmm. The only way you know that your alternator died and you're driving on your battery is once your battery fucking dies and your vehicle cuts off. That's basically what happened. Mm. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, sucks. Huh? Yeah, that's that's... That's that was a long week, bro. Yeah. But I got a lifetime warranty on my alternator, so, like, when this shit dies, I just take it back to AutoZone, and they give me a new alternator. I take it to my mechanic. They put it in and put back on. on the road. So, yeah, about 67 bucks for the labor for them to put it in. That's about it. Yeah. That's all I got to pay. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, fantastic. As far as me, um, I've been writing. 
Uh, oh, you you back in the rap game? No, no, not <laughs> not. Speaking of which, not bars of death. Um, <laughs> yo, that was a funny hashtag. I appreciate whoever started that hashtag. Um, and Bruno Mars people say my mention. Um, <laughs> yo, I did get some Bruno Mars hate. You know what the fucked up part <laughs> is, bro? I literally found out a lot of people don't like Bruno Mars because he's happy. See? What? No, like, I was watching the Carmichael show. The very last episode of the Carmichael show, season two, um, is called Trump. Um, David Allen Greer, who plays the father on the show, said the same thing. He was like, because he, in the episode, he he's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't understand why people go to Trump rallies just to boo him. He was like, you know, Bruno Mars was here, and he did a concert. He was like, I didn't go to his concert to boo him. He was like, I let that little man do his happy dance and, <laughs> and go on about his business. I was like, damn, like people really just hate Bruno Mars because he's happy. Hey, yo. man, listen, you be happy over there. What <laughs> just stay away from hell? me. That is so Keep that, fucked up. that joy and frivolity over there. What I need the some hell? bars of death. See, I need uh, pain. <laughs> I need Mary J. New album. I need stuff like Mm-mm. that. I need pain. I'm about to say, we can get into Mary J. We new are. Album. It's, it's that old Pac thing. Um, your pain runs deep. <laughs> Share it with me. Share it with me. <laughs> like I need bars of death. Mm-mm. But um, no, I'm writing. Um, I talked to y'all off the podcast about this new thing I'm coming up with, mm-hmm. and so I'm writing that. Okay, can't talk about that on the podcast just yet, but I will. Um, being dad, uh, and being son. Um, right before the podcast started, my pops called me, kind of threw my vibe off a little bit. I actually might have helped because I had a. Ari said I had a weird vibe earlier, but I don't think he had I did. a black aura. I'm about to say, damn, coming from Ari, that's that's crazy. But uh, yeah, I think I always have a black aura. Though, because yeah, Ari's like vibes be like all, different. What do you mean? Multifaceted. We just talked. We about just that. talked about the whole multifaceted. My vibe is different. Yeah, that you have different vibes. Your multifaceted vibe. You're like oh. an onion. Right, but I mean that just makes me better at recognizing what somebody is. Exactly. Gotcha. That's why I was saying, like, for I you to recognize that his vibe was crazy, it was just like, yeah, coming from Ari, like, goddamn. I don't know. My vibe is my vibe. I don't know. Word. Don't kill my vibe. That's what we're going with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. But my, my pops just called me. I haven't talked to my pops in a while. He's cool. He's, um, my pops is a funny dude. We'll talk about him later on this podcast. Episodes later. Oh, mind you. This oh. episode's later, because my pops has a unique history. And so it makes my history unique, because... Who we need my a pops really song, is. man. Ways stories or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm. A, that's <laughs> you working? That's, on that? Yeah. I'm about to say I'm working on that, and then I'm working on the uh, the rundown, the rundown soundbite. Yeah. Well, one day. You need like one of those little buttons, you know? We need a soundboard. A soundboard. We, we definitely yeah. gonna get but one. I'm a um. When we get it together, I'm gonna email them to y'all to get the okay. Mm. Then we can forward them to Jay, and you know he just put them in. Yeah. Yeah. That or super edited. Play it in here. Yeah, we could do that too. We'll get yeah. like a chord. Like we did the other play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do with all that. Um, yeah, but my pop story is unique. Um, who he really is in history. And one day when he's up here, I'll maybe have him come up here and talk to everybody about it. Um, but yeah, it's kinda fun. It's kinda that would be crazy. Yeah, it's kinda fun. It's kinda fun. Who my pops dead. is and who my pops is and how that relates to me and how that shaped who I am because it if you know my dad and you know my history, then you know why I am the way I am. I just gotta you She's trying to figure out who my dad is. No, um, no, no. Um, I had a light bulb thingy. I'm about to write it down. Go ahead. Okay. Light yeah. bulb thingy. 
Yeah, but um, <laughs> if you knew my pops and people that some people that listen to us actually know who I am in real life, so they didn't understand the story. Uh, it, Fake it, life. It, it real always, life. Say, why you make it seem like we had never known real life? Because it, trips, it, it, <laughs> it always trips me out how people have this perception of who I am mm-hmm. based on the podcast and my Instagram and all that stuff. And then when they see me in, in quote unquote real life, they're like, oh, you're like this other person. Like, yeah. Basically off of social media. Yeah. When like when you see me with my when you see me I'm out with my daughter, I'm like a completely different person. You know what I'm saying? Like as you should be, I think, but <laughs> you know, sense. some people just are the same. They ratchet at home, ratchet with the kids and all this. But it's just funny. Um don't want to drown on. But uh make sure you check out uncutmagazine.net. Shameless plug. Got everything up there. Um we're gonna start with uh the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be something like that. Something similar. I can't yeah. see that. Good. Shit. Yeah. Well, make sure you follow the snaps today because there'll be lit pictures and all that stuff. Um, shout out to everybody. Uh, let's see. Tip was on out here. Tip's still out here. So shout out to Tip. If you're out here, you listening to this, holler at me. Get you on the show. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I miss it. It's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm already working on that. Oh, Already working on that. Oh, Already working on that. Great minds think alike. In, in sync. Speaking of which, um, good point you brought up about that. You, our year anniversary is coming. Yeah. In like two, three months, it'd be the year yeah. anniversary. So. Yeah. We oh. might do something special for that. I don't know. We have lituation. Maybe lituation part, part two. two. Lituation. Jinx. Maybe. 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 Knock on wood. You just showed me a good candidate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her. Uh, you just showed me a great camera. Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. We'll yeah. get into we'll get into that. Um, but let's get into the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Now, like, I put the rundown for for new listeners to the Words of Wade podcast. The rundown is basically what we talk about on the show. I organize the rundown, try to send it out Friday, Saturday, or whatever, um, depending on my schedule, so we have some time to research these topics and get things together. Um, I try to organize them in, in a way that flows with the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't go with the flow. We just jump around and jump around. But mm-hmm. Like House of Pain. Yeah. Because I, I did say that. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. But today's rundown. Rundown. Um, rundown. You know what that reminds me of? What? Sidebar. Picasso's. Picasso's. Okay. Every time they say Picasso's. Picasso's. I'm such an old head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> such an old head, right? <laughs> old head Wait. Um, Today's rundown. It might be a little erratic because we got one topic I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time on. Y'all that he put as like <laughs> the second topic. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to not get to it because I know how I am about this. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm a graduate of MIT, not Massachusetts Institute of Technology, the Machiavelli Institute of Technology, class 95. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's one topic and I'm going to spend a lot of time on, so we're going to try to get around that for a second, but we're going to, we're going to get to it eventually. Um, so let's go into the the everyday struggle. The interview heard around the world. The, the But I, I feel like it was a, a a clash of, not cultures, but a generation. It, it is. You know what I mean? Um, for those who are not aware, Everyday Struggle is, is a, for lack of a better word, a video podcast a show, mm-hmm. um, YouTube show Complex does with Joe Button and DJ Academics and Nadeska. Yeah. I pronounced it right, Nadeska? Yeah. I forgot for a second. Um, Kind of like the hip-hop version of First Tape, if you basically look at it. 
Um, kind of what I had want to do here, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, it's my idea first. Joe, you stole it. But um, they had an episode. If you watch Everyday Struggle, come out every day Monday through Friday, and they've talked about Yachty. Joe's had issues with Yachty for a while. Not issues where he hates him or he's going to diss him. Just, you know, he's a young kid. It's kind of the old head, the old generation talking to the younger generation issue. So there was an episode Wednesday, was it? Wednesday? So. Episode 11. We know that much. Episode 11, where Yachty was actually on the episode. Yep. And yeah, it was their um, first interview. Yeah, their first interview on the episode. And um, Joe and Yachty had a very, very colorful exchange throughout the 48 minutes of the show. Um, I guess this is the part where if we were on TV, we would play clips for the, for the interview. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, first, I want to ask... Y'all, how did you, how did y'all feel overall? If we break down the segments of the interview overall, how did y'all feel the interview went with Yadi and Joe? Hey, uh, I thought it was deep as shit. I mean, cause they, <sighs> I understand that y'all are from a generation, but then I'm in the middle, and yeah. what I mean by that is literally I was born in '91, so I'm out there or I'm born around a time where all the hip hop was hot, but I wasn't able to appreciate it because I wasn't old enough. But when I do look back to 90s hip-hop, it is a very big difference. Mm-hmm. And Joe, as a person um, on his show, he's really knowledgeable, but he's really opinionated. Um, because the things that he feels is, is like myself. If I have an opinion, then I want to voice that. But I don't think that Anybody else is right but me. Mm. So some of the topics I do agree with, but the other topics I'm like, nah, chill out a little bit, you know. Um, but the conversation itself or what point he was trying to convey about him going back to hip-hop or him needing to be more appreciative of hip-hop, I kind of agree with. But in a sense, he is in his own category. Mumble rap. Well, Juju, how you feel about It's like after watching the interview, um, as I've heard a lot of people say, I have a newfound respect for Yacht as far mm-hmm. as how he conducted himself in that interview because it um it was previous interviews, the Ebro interview, um, and it was another one, the you know, the one where he made the comment about big and all of that. Yeah. A lot of people, myself included, um, was like, he don't give a fuck about the culture. He don't know shit. This and the third. So, the thing that I appreciated is one, that he actually came on that platform. Yeah. Because Joe's a hip-hop head. DJ Academics is a hip-hop head. Um, And in the first part of the interview, when they were talking to him, he admitted, like, and both of those interviews, he was like, no, those were, were mistakes. He was like, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. And he was like, I don't regret it, but I know it was a mistake. Like, yeah. he's he he was man enough to admit that he made a mistake. And as DJ Academics pointed out later on in the interview to Joe Budden, um, at the time the interviews happened, he was 18. He's 19 now. And he was like, he clearly he's learning. 
Yeah. He was like, so why don't anybody give him, he was like, why you can't give him credit for that? Like, he's, he's paying attention. He's, he's legit learning from mistakes that he's made. Yeah. So, I appreciated and respected him for that. And then just in general, um, the points he was making when Joe was <laughs> at his neck about a lot of stuff. And I'm a very big Joe Budden fan. I've been Joe Budden fan since before his first album dropped when people thought he was Rashi Wallace and all of that. <laughs> he, did, he did like Free a little bit. Um, oh. But like at certain points, he made himself look like an ass. In that interview, because he was just Agreed. he was just like attacking him, and I think that's kind of why Joe wanted him on the show is because he thought he was gonna be able to like kind of expose Yachty and be like, "This is why this shit is dumb," and everybody's gonna agree with my opinion. As Ari said, like he has, he's very opinionated, and like my opinion is the right one, All right? And even watching the interview, I saw Button mentality kind of changed as far as his perception of Yachty and the questions that he started asking him. Right. Like it took on, it went from the aspect of I'm going to discredit him and attack him because he's not going to know anything to I, I've been through the bullshit that you got to, that you about to endure. So I'm asking you these questions now to see where you're headed because you need to make sure that you're, you're paying attention. To and what's Joe, going on. Joe even yeah. said that at that point. He said, well, he said, you're me, right? Yeah. He said, I've been where you're at. Right. And that's where he started. I think that's where the, the change in the climate went from, oh, I don't like you, to, okay, I see you're a kid. Let me help you. What do exactly. you want? On some big brother shit. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's the said, too, overall though. vibe I got. It was kind of the adult talking to the child. Right. And as a parent, it felt like, you know, me talking to my daughter, she's like, yeah, whatever, dad. Yeah. But, like, I've been there before. Yeah. Like, Listen to what I'm saying. And... And one thing that Joe said, um, and Yachty kind of agreed with, like, when Yachty was like, nah, I'm, I had to come do this. And he was like, why? He was like, because it was a conversation that needed to happen. And Joe agreed with him and was like, it's a disconnect between the generation. He was yeah. like, because you, you talking to Yachty, he was like, you don't associate and hang out with people like me, and I don't associate and hang out with people like you. And he was like, that's the problem. He was like, at the end of the day, it's all put together under hip hop culture. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to talk and discuss things like, and Joe admitted, he was like, when he was out, when he was dissing Wu-Tang and everything, he was like, yeah, anybody from the nineties, like I wanted to rap against them. I wanted to air them out. Like it was that generation looked at, he felt like that generation looked at his generation, like y'all fucking up hip hop. Yeah. Or y'all not doing it the way we did it, right. the traditional way, so on and so forth. I mean, technically, that's how it always goes. I'm pretty sure, like, Melly Mel and, um, you know, Africa Bambada don't agree with everything that, like, Kendrick or Cole does. Or, exactly. You know, Yachty and Uzi do. But at the end of the day, it's taking on a life of its own and it transcends do different generations like i think i think the fear is with most with most things it's evolution mm-hmm. we all don't like change human beings is just people don't like change i think we see it changing so much from what it was to us and because hip-hop means a lot to us hip-hop i always say hip-hop is our culture right. they took away they took away a lot of our culture when they brought us over here 
So throughout throughout this throughout that we created this culture. I'm laughing. Of hip-hop. I wish I could have seen wave. Yeah, because I had to had to <laughs> had to catch what I was gonna say. Had that to catch myself. Had to catch myself. Um. So hip hop is our culture, just like how other countries have other cultures. To us, hip hop is our culture. So we're very protective and very prideful of it. So to me, the interview was kind of Joe just like I said, it was kind of like the older head just trying to school the young the young head. Like, hey man, I I at where you're at. I've been there. Listen to me. What do you want? Let me help you get there. Right. But just the way Joe went about it and the internet, you know, everything is a 15 second bite these days. Yeah. They just took it and ran with it. Like some of the memes that came out of it. Wow. They painted Joe as an angry old head with some of the most hilarious shits that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was about to say he actually posted. Yeah. Some he posted. Shit, like the, um, the, the, re- the, the wrestling joint. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Whoever did the wrestling meme. <laughs> With with Yachty in the ring, it was the Eddie Guerrero Stone Cold thing. But Yachty was in the ring talking, and Joe Joe's music dropped, pumped yeah, it up, pumped <laughs> it up, joint dropped, and they That's... had him on the screen and everything. That shit was classic. <laughs> Yo, can we get pumping up off Joe? I mean, he has other hits, right? I mean, they he's never going to live down Pump It Up. Nah, I mean, can we not. get and that then, off? You know what the fucked up part is? He was lyrical on Pump It Up. Yeah, like all right, can I say something? Sure. Cool. So I've been trying to vibe with the conversation, but I got to say something. Okay. Okay. So That's what we here for? I'm uh, a little confused about the situation because there's certain points that I agree with Joe mm-hmm. and there's certain points that I don't. Understanding that me being from the era that I'm in, a lot of 80s babies are the same way with hip-hop. It's a certain type of vibe. They think a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. So, But I do agree with him. The only way that we're going to keep hip-hop going is if... Basically, he takes him up under his wing and he's like, I'm checking you so that you can turn your life around kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that he, he ends up um, continuing what the 80s is continue, continuing what the 90s is continue. But if not, like right now, Joe's right. This generation has the music. Yeah. They have the listeners. So if they were to go a certain kind of way, that's what society's going to go to. But if you continue doing, you know, what you're doing and mm-hmm. all this basic non-hip-hop shit, then that's exactly what they're going to think hip-hop is. I think it's, I think it's more so the, the image that's put out there. Like, understand that you have a platform and you have a voice to speak about certain things and certain issues. It's great, you know, that they're having fun, but at certain times you have to address, like, real issue that's what I agree with the balance yeah even when with all old old school records and I firmly admit I'm a 90s dude there might have been records where we were partied and, and for lack of a better term party and bullshit mm-hmm. we also had those keep your head up records right. we also had those those societal records that meant something there's no balance anymore everything is party drugs Molly Percocet there's no you know what I mean there's no other side to it yeah it's no uplifting it's no it's it's no silver lining to it anymore. It's just like uh, everybody's a drug addict. I think that's the reason why you asked him about the hip hop question. Yeah. Like I said, I think we're very as, as you get older in this culture, we're very protective of the culture because this is culture we made. Like yeah. I keep it's it dying boils, out. It boils back down to this is our only culture. They they stripped us of our culture when they took us from Africa. So this is our culture. Unfortunately, hip hop is a youth driven movement. So whatever the youngest kids are doing. It's going to be what's popular at the time. Right. Exactly. And and I think Joe's point, and I can't speak for Joe, but I think Joe's point was that you need to 
reflect, be aware of that first off. Right. Be aware of who you influencing. Because he's a very influ- influential, like Lil Yachty's probably the most popular little quote unquote out there. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying. Joe, Joey said it on, on, during the interview. He was like, "You the hottest dude on the planet right now." Yeah. Be aware of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So like business wise, he's aware, but I think Joe was more so like musically. Like, are you paying attention to what you're putting out to the public? And then, and just to play the opposite side for a second, I'm not a Clearly, I haven't listened to any Yachty records, so I don't know. But do you do the listeners want that from Yachty? I think a part of his listeners is just, as I always say with this on this podcast, you listen to music that you either relate to mm-hmm. or you know you can gravitate to, or it reminds you of you. Right? Do the listeners right now want that from from Yachty? Do you want him to all of a sudden flip a Brenda's Got a Baby record? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. And not to. Like, say he doesn't have the skill to do it, but I don't think he has the the experience at this point to kind the of life put experience. out that right. Like, I'm I'm looking at it like this, because I tried to listen to Kodak Black's album. Yeah, Mm-mm. just, I mean, truthfully, I'm one of those people, like, I'm an artist, CEO of, a, uh, of an indie label, so I'm not going to discredit an artist unless I've actually given the artist a shot. Right. So what I've realized is I can see the appeal to the music, but I realize it's not for me. Like it it doesn't provoke any yeah. response from me and I don't get anything out of it. I understand why younger kids listen to it. So at the end of the day, like Yachty, Uzi, um, Kodak Black, like that's a generation that I'm disconnected from in in that regards. Mm-hmm. That's like for a younger generation, and I honestly feel their when their audience grows, they grow. So the music is going to change. It's going to evolve on on its own. Yeah. Because of the circumstances and environments that the artists are put in, so it's automatically going to grow. The music is just going to end up being a certain era. Yeah. It's going to be like you had your 70s, your 80s, your 90s, your hip-hop, and now you got this. Yeah. I think, I think like you said, it's just the gener- it's a generational. Like, Joe's one era, then there's the era in between. Then there's Yachty's era. era. Right. Mm-hmm. And there is a disconnect. And I would say the bridge to that is Fab. Fab does songs for everybody. Fab doesn't care. Fab, Fab is, once He's again, timeless. Fab is king of New York. He's timeless. I don't care what y'all say. Fab there needs to be a bridge. There needs to be better dialogue between the the, the generations. Or hip hop is just gonna get worse. I'm not gonna say it's gonna die, but it's gonna get worse. It's not gonna be ours anymore. I so it needs to be a bridge. No, I think it might die later. I'm not even trying to be funny, yeah. but at the rate it's going now, it's already dead. You sound like Nas. Hip hop can't die. I <laughs> am just I'm saying. Going, I'm, I'm gonna completely disagree with you. Here that we now. go. That's fine. I'm gonna completely disagree. You have your opinions, we, and I have we, mine. Because we still got Cole. We still got Kendrick. Um, but it's a different Nick type Jenkins. of hip hop. Yeah. That's what it's hip hop nonetheless, yes. Yeah. But I'm saying it's nothing like that generational era of hip hop. That's it's all I'm like saying. I'm, I'm not saying hip hop in itself is dead, but that generation, that type of hip hop, is gone. People it's, coming out with something different. It's reminiscent. I cause we've we've in 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 the hip hop community we faced this before, you know, with Franchise Boys and D4L. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, we've been here before. Right? Exactly. So, 
everything and goes around. And they thought around. it was dead then, and it comes back around like, now nah, I said it the best. No idea is the original. It's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. So, eventually, everything comes back around. Like, even even the even though it's a disconnect and it's a younger generation, they're doing what we did in the the '80s and '90s with the haircut, the clothes. Very much. Like so. we already did that. It's just coming back because now it's trending. Very much so. If so it'll. I feel it'll eventually. It won't be exactly the same. And I think what you're, what you're mainly saying, A, is during the 90s and the, and the late 80s, like, that was the whole sound of hip-hop. The golden era. Yeah. So, at this point, it's just like, all right, well, we got hip-hop over here, and then we got mumble rap over here. Like, it's, it's a lot more on the plate versus, you know, it's just one main dish. You know what? I don't want to call that a golden era because it kind of disrespects the Rakim, Beta Decay era. I want to, I want to, I, I don't want to say the silver era either because it kind of disrespects the era. But, but I'm going I'm to quote something right now. And you heard it from Wade first. We can call that the platinum era. Because platinum was, you know what I mean? It was popping then. That's where everybody wore records. You know what I'm saying? The platinum era. Yeah, but everybody was trying to go diamond, though. But not everybody did pop. Um, <laughs> you know, not everybody did. So. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Dum dum dum. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Let me clear my Let me um I'ma try to be objective about this. I'ma try. <laughs> but uh th- this is where I need to put my own disclaimer, I guess. The words and opinions of Wade Blogs. <laughs> <laughs> Do not reflect the show. <laughs> Do not reflect um, <laughs> The words and opinion of G Lion Ari. <laughs> the words so, of podcast. So if you have an issue, his. if you have an issue with what I'm about to say, do not attack my co-host here. This is all me. This is all heart. Damn right, it's all him. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you put me in this listen, shit? Listen, I gotta hear what he has listen, to say first. I haven't. Um, normally, I kind of go know what I'm going to say before we come to podcast. I look at the rundown, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna talk about this. Talk about this. I don't know what I'm gonna say right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to edit myself too much. It is uncut, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. And you know what? <laughs> There's a laugh. The Eddie Murphy show. Let's let's get into it. Um, so earlier this week, um. <laughs> Like he bracing himself. He is bracing <laughs> You ever, Yo, ever want to say something? Shit. And like trying to hold it shit. down. Like, like all that. Right, you so know, trying to. Earlier this week, mm-hmm. Funk Flex bastard <laughs> decided to go on. What was it? IG Live. I believe it was IG Live. Um, and talk about the fact that Pac lied and Pac actually shot himself. Um. Which caused a, it went viral, it was caused a, a, a uproar, of course, because there's devoted pop fans um, from plenty of generations. And, you know, pop has a certain legacy when it comes to hip-hop. And just as a revolutionary, so on and so forth. So for Flex to be on live talking about, sees we gonna tell the truth. We're not going to lie. We're going to keep it a buck today. Really? I mean, that's how he was, though. <laughs> to say that the whole the whole premise of his 
his argument was Pac lied and Pac shot himself. Um, which, and this was the part that I told Wade earlier that'll probably piss him off. He didn't know what I'm <laughs> about to say right now. <laughs> More than likely, it's true. The first bullet that hit Pac probably came from Pac's gun. But that does not discredit the fact that four other bullets hit him after that. <laughs> the fact that um, he knew the people who robbed him. I mean, any devoted Pac fan already knew that. Pac has said it numerous times. Yeah, he, he knew who who tried to rob him. They were his co-defendants. Yeah. In a rape trial, he said Exactly. <laughs> he said everything He's that Flex said, Pac had already said or came out in interviews, etc., whatever, whatever. First warning. Um, I think the thing that pissed a lot of people off is like, is what, 23 years, 23 years, 25 years? 23 years. After Pac is gone, his mom's gone, and now you want to say something. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. (laughs) When you had a chance to say some shit on air at that time. Yeah, because you was, you... You was alive. You you was alive. You was still a a radio personality. You had a platform. It might not be as big as it is now, but you still had a platform to actually fucking say something. He got straightened up in his chair, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I wish y'all really could see Wade right now. Like this nigga, legs shaking. (laughs) Uncut nation. He's sweating. Hit me out. Hit me. Hit me out. Little beads of sweat. Hit me out. First off, flex. You fucking lied. I want to say that. (laughs) You fucking lied. Listen, Flex. Beijing. <laughs> flex, let's keep it light because I don't want to get too serious because I might, I might get arrested for something I'm about to say. But listen, the only reason Flex don't talk like that, let's be clear, let's be clear. The only reason Flex is talking like that because he don't respect his jaw. Let's be clear off of that. The only reason Flex is talking crazy about Pac 23 years later is because, and I'm mad at my big brothers, I call them for this. I'm mad at the outlaws for this. I'm mad at Daz for this. I'm mad at the West Coast for this. You letting Flex do this. This is not the first time he's talked about Pac since Pac's been gone. It's the second. And time. what happened? Nothing. He was at a show and he dissed Pac before. Nobody did nothing. If I go to New York right now and say something about Big, fuck. If I say something about Jay, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. So yeah. why are we letting him live? Damn. I don't want to say live. <laughs> what you mean? You don't want to? Listen, 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 listen. You said it. Why are we letting him? I could have got that shit. Oh, I'm not trying to incriminate changed. myself. Again, the disclaimer, the words <laughs> of, well, yeah, of Wade Allen's blogs do not that, reflect. <laughs> listen, I meant that metaphorically. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> why would letting him get away with talking about pop? I don't understand this. I understand the outlaws. I follow y'all on Instagram. I understand y'all posting these clips and y'all talking about, oh yeah, can't believe you said this. Pac talked about this before. Fuck that. This old washed up motherfucker. Has been talking about Pac for way too long. He's run his mouth way too long. Somebody need tap that jaw. You only talking about next respect this jaw. That's it. Flex, I'm calling you out. Come on the show. Shit got real. Call me. Oh shit. Let's talk about Listen, this. Listen, this is we all want to talk about Pac got shot five times. Okay. Let's 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 be let's do this. Okay. Let's say Pac got shot shot himself first. Let's say the first shot shot was Pac. He got shot five times. And how does any of that discredit anything else he's done in his legacy? The real reason is you're mad at Pac. You're hating on Pac because nobody respects you. You're, what you're saying is, and your other interviews showed that, you said all you want to do is tell the truth. 
you want to ruin some of this hero worship because people are worshiping Pac. What you really want to say is, nobody's worshiping me. So I'm mad at Pac. What you really want to say is, I'm trash. My life is ugly. I'm a wife beater. Nothing's going right for me. I'm washed up. But y'all want to worship Pac. I was here before Pac. That's what you want to say. And I understand, Flex, you're trash. We dig it. But don't discredit Machiavelli. Don't disrespect the Don. It's, listen, listen. I'm, I'm really holding myself in. I'm really holding myself in. So much I want to say. But I'm trying to present myself in a professional fashion because I know if I get amped, fuck I'm, I'm going to start talking crazy. We uncut. Fuck that, yo. This probably going to go viral, but fuck it. Flex. Let's go to the bay. What's up? <laughs> Flex, let me tell you something right now, man. Listen, let me let me talk to you for a second. Let me just talk to Flex. And listen, you probably not listen, subscribe to this podcast, but whoever knows Flex is listening to this, bring this to Flex. I'm not gonna use the pock line that everybody's been using. That you know, niggas say shit after I'm going because they feel me in the physical form. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say this. I'm refer to this Tupac and the Outlaw Still I Rise CD song number fourteen. Y'all niggas better slow down because you can get touched. Mm. Be clear. What Machiavelli represents is beyond hip-hop. And if you don't understand that, then you're what's wrong with this culture in the beginning. I have stories about Pac that I could tell you from a man I never even met that would, that would make you think Pac is my actual big brother. And I'm a grown-ass man. Damn. Be clear. You can't do this. Hot ninety seven needs to remove Flex off the air. Period. I've said this. I've said this before, even before he did his pop shit. I think Flex is old. He's washed up. Eerie calm in this. Joint. I think he's he's. I think Loki. You heard the new yo, yo Loki Loki beats one radio. I think Loki needs to replace Flex. I think Flex needs to lose a job. I think Sister Setua needs to sue Flex for libel and slander. I think Edi Amin. I think Noble. I think all these niggas need to tap his jaw. I think there needs to be discipline. You don't disrespect the Don. Let's be clear. And I'm, I'm, re- I'm really like, yo, I'm, it's really funny how I'm trying to be calm about this. Really <laughs> yo. Right because you, you, you yeah. just don't do this. No matter what you, no, nothing you said, you can prove. Like it'd be different if, this happened, okay, the Quad City Studios happened, and Flex was right there with Pac. You're just talking crazy after 23 years. After 23 fucking years! And you called on C's. And you called on who had an issue with Pac. Let's not forget C's had an issue with Pac. So, of course, he's going to co-sign anything you said we talk bad about Pac. What the fuck? What the fuck? So, you're going to do this on your little fucking... Mm. IG live Then you'll come back And cry on camera Like a bitch <laughs> Oh shit And say He doing this Because What Pac said Got big killed <laughs> <laughs> Be clear America Uncut Nation Wherever you're listening to me at This episode is called Be Clear This is what you're This is what you're doing You're trying to get this Get the stuff off of yourself By throwing big in That's not gonna work what you're trying to do is get everybody to say, okay, we feel bad for Flex now. He's crying in the camera. Oh, he just, he just missed his friend. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't care about your tears. I don't care about none of your bullshit. God damn. Because all you're trying to do is just make people feel sorry for you. We don't feel sorry for you. 
We don't care about you, Flex. You're old. You're washed up. And I don't mean old as in the age, because fuck, you're probably like 45 or so. Who gives a fuck? But your time is over. There's some things I want to say, but I can't say. Why? Because legal ramifications of what I used to say. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm not even trying to talk greasy. Because I'm, I'm not a greasy talking dude. This is just me talking re- regular to you. I would say this to your face without a microphone. This is just me talking regular to you. What you need to do, I don't want no bullshit ass Tim Westwood interview. You need to come out here and apologize. Noble, EDI, Daz, the West Coast. We need to talk to Flex. We need to have a conversation with this man. Because Pac is, for all intents and purposes, hip hop. And I, I, I get I get how the East Coast doesn't like pop. He screamed West Coast, you don't like that. Get over yourself. But he's from the East Coast. That's His rap was name was MC New York for a minute. Yeah. Get off it. Like it's been twenty three fucking years. If you wanna remember Pac for hit him up, that's fine. Go ahead. But he had an entire legacy before hit him up. He had Stricter for My Niggas. He had Tupacalypse Now. He had one of my favorite pop songs of all time. It's what my homies call. Yep. This was way before Hit Him Up. So you want to sit here and pigeonhole him for all this beef shit that he did because he made your homeboy like shit. He made your, your city look like shit. That's fine. But recognize, hip-hop loves Pac. Pac is an icon in this thing of all. We talked about our culture earlier. How are we going to turn our backs to not just someone good in our culture, but historically good? Like, look at the legacy of Machiavelli. Look at where he came from, the origin. Look at his his family, the Black Panthers. Look at, look at Matulu Shakur. Look at all these things that you're trying to discredit. You do this when you shoot at pot, you discredit all these things. And I, and I can't allow you to do that. I can't. It's just me. Once again, the opinions of Wade Law <laughs> are not those of Ari, are not those of G. Not even those are the words of Wade Podcast. This is my opinion. This is me. This is me talking. I always want to call you by your real name, just so you can understand this is me talking. Damn, son. Y'all niggas better slow down. Real name. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I Googled it. <laughs> That's crazy. Y'all niggas better slow down, man, so you can get touched. That's all I'm going to say. I'm off it. There's so much more I want to say. There's <laughs> so much more I want to say, but we got other stuff to talk about. We run out of time. Uh. Um, mm. Damn. You can get touched. Damn. Please be, on, be clear. <laughs> Woo! Uh, listen, Uncle Nation, <laughs> I apologize to I y'all. I had to vape on that But I need, I, need, I need y'all to be clear on what Pac means to some people. No, I, no trust me. A, a lot of what you said, I agree with. I want to share a story one day. And I can do this episode because it's just the emotions are just crazy right now. But I want to share a story one day, and y'all will remind me of this. Maybe I do this. Maybe I do this on the um on the anniversary um the death anniversary. What what, what the start of the pot thing with me? And maybe I do it then. But I have a, a very um serious story to share about that. Um, but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Let's go to the next topic because I feel like I feel like um. I feel like I need to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like, so you know what I mean? You so, you need to take that aggression 
I need to the gym. I need, I, need, I need to call somebody. Um, Go to the gym. What's Nikki number? Um, oh, anyway. Oh, uh, so, so you going to beat that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Trying to be funny about this whole thing. Uh, we talk about T.I. He, he, I didn't get the tip. Shout out the tip. Listen, like, <laughs> you, you didn't was, get that part. Tip was all all right, and you know it's funny. The more and more tip does now in his post post trap career. I mean, he's still trapping, but the more and more you respect him. The crazy thing is, Ti is one of the few artists that have repeatedly been called on to show his appreciation for Tupac. Like the one of the first times that I heard Tip was on the Better Day CD. Mm. Um what is it? Track it's either track number two, track number three on the first disc. He's on that joint. Yeah. And then after Pac died and they did um, they made the school and the whole memorial in Atlanta. Yeah, um, <laughs> Afeni act had him on the song with Pac again. So like he's he's yeah. done two songs with Pac. Uh, when Pac got inducted to the Hall of Fame, he was yeah yeah he you know went ahead and donned the attire for it and performed. So there's definitely a kinship and a respect yeah. for Machiavelli. Once again, it's it's so funny, and I did my best not to talk about Big in this because that's what Flex did. To, to to defer some of the criticism from himself he want to bring in Big. So I'm not trying... I hate when people automatically bring up Big when you bring up Pac. And even when you bring up Pac, when you bring up Big. Respect those men's legacy. Yeah. yeah. Like, separate those two. They are not bookends of hip-hop. Get it out your fucking head. Somebody warped y'all mentality to think that you have to talk about the other when you talk about one. No. No. Respect Pac. Respect Big. I'm not even a big fan, but I respect this man for what he did for y'all motherfuckers in New York. Not a diss, but let's keep it a buck. Big was a New York rapper. Fine. You can have that. Respect him for that. Where's of Wade? Damn. <laughs> Again. Big's not even the best rapper from Brooklyn. Like, oh. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I would put Hove, then Fab, then maybe Big. I mean, I know somebody on, on 125th that might got some bars. Um, <laughs> oh, you about to get crucified. <laughs> I don't even care. Yo. <laughs> Words of weight only. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Let it be known. Uh, anyway, while we speaking about the, <laughs> the people who show appreciation to pot, the next subject, uh, damn going platinum. Right. Kendrick, K-Dot, Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny um, That's a dope thing Dan's been out for what Three weeks yeah. Two weeks And he's going platinum already Two weeks yeah. Yeah, That says two, something two. Some people said three I don't, I don't remember I thought it was two We'll say two My thing is Was it not expected <laughs> I think I think because platinum Status in today's culture Is harder to come back He's the only one That's done it in 2017 So far okay. I thought Cole went platinum Cole didn't go platinum? Yes, Cole went platinum. That's what I was about to bring up. Like, it's not a hard... Cole... Cole... <sighs> All right, so... Wade had his rant. I'm about to have Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> All right, so... I, I made a statement a couple years back. Um, It wasn't on this podcast, but... I'm going to put it on this podcast, and y'all can quote me on it, hold me to it, Whatever. And it's funny that Wade just had his rant about Pac. 
everybody looks to Kendrick because uh, he's from the West Coast and his mention of Pac and how he seems to embody or um, appreciate Pac. I said a while ago, J. Cole is a more, in my opinion, comparison to Pac. I said when Cole gets to a point that he no longer cares about the public's persona of him when he does his music and he does his music for him because it's real and it's genuine. It's not about the politics. I say he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And Pac even said it got to a point where he just stopped caring about what he wrote and whether it was going to offend somebody or not. He wrote what was on his heart. So I always felt like when Cole reached that point, when he just wrote what was on his heart and it was just like, it's on me. I have to put it out. I don't care who appreciates it. I don't care how they view it. I don't care if they get mad at me. It is what it is. We can talk about it after the fact. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to ask for permission. You know, I, I ask for, an, you know, I ask for an apology, but I'm not going to ask for permission. Right. So Cole has done something two times that Drake has not done and Kendrick has not done. And nobody seems to acknowledge that or speak on it. That's a good point. Because, you know, everybody was looking for more life to do such and such numbers. So when it came out and it did X amount of numbers, when um, Kendrick dropped and it beat Drake's numbers and... Um, how Humble scored on the Billboard charts and everything. Everybody was so ecstatic about this, but nobody still has acknowledged the fact that Cole went platinum two times consecutively with no fucking features. Zero features. Cole, like he he's done something. What was it? Is the first time he did it was um with Four Hill Drive. It had been what like twenty some twenty years. some years yeah. since a hip hop artist has done that. Mm-hmm. That that was a fucking monumental moment. That was a milestone. He didn't get no recognition for that. Facts. He did it again. No no recognition for it. Facts. And a lot of people, like, oh, Cole, you know, he, he cool, but he don't do what Dot do. No, he doesn't. He's not the same type of artist. And my whole thing with... And I hate to do this because you you just ask not to do it and you like respect everybody's legacy. But with the comparisons with Big to Pop, I feel the com- the the same comparisons come up with Cole and Dot, as far as who's more lyrical, so on and so forth. I pick man the same. Like I'm a Pop fan over Big because I relate to Pop more. Right. He speaks to me more. I'm not discrediting anything that K Dot has done. I'm I'm a huge Dot fan. Like I have projects from Dot that y'all probably don't even know exist. My whole point of everything that I just said, give Cole his recognition, yo. Like at the end of the day, that man is one of the fucking greats. Wow. Still living. Give him his flowers. Acknowledge that man. 
give his flowers, but he can still smell them, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I personally, of course, gravitate more towards Kendrick just because, like I said, you relate, you go to what you relate to. Exactly. And of course, I'm in my heart, I spent time, I'm a West Coast dude. So yeah, but you're right, you're absolutely right. Cole doesn't get the credit he deserves. And the sad thing is, I don't know if he ever will. And I don't know why. Maybe because he's just not assuming. You know what I mean? He's not out there like that. But and, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. That's, that's the thing that's like genuine to me. Like it's just, it's genuine to me about this is why I love Dot and why I love Cole. They are both artists of the people. It's not I'm in it for the money. Um like they're 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 they understand that it's a culture. They understand that they have a platform, they have something to speak on. Like when Damn came out, Kendrick was signing autographs for about six to eight hours straight, never took a break. Not give me 15 minutes or I need a drink of water, nothing. Like he even um a mother came up with the CD for her son that was deployed. He was he was overseas. Kendra got on FaceTime with him to talk to him. Like a lot of artists nowadays aren't aren't gonna take the time to do shit like that. And even with the for your eyes only documentary, the the Forest Hill documentary, like, like literally, they walk amongst the people. Like at the end of the day, they they are, they they know where they stand. They appreciate the people who make them them, that allow them to be on the platform that they're on. Yeah. So that's why I love both of them. But my thing is, I don't understand why Kendrick in publications gets blown out of proportion and Cole doesn't get that same recognition. That that kind of bothers me. I think um Kendrick claimed it. It's it's and I really hate to do we just sit here and talk about it. It's it's the it's the Nas Jay Z argument when when Big died. Yeah. You know, Nas should have been the rightful heir of New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Jay claimed it. Jay the city is mine. The whole In My Lifetime Volume 1 CD, Jay, it was Jay saying, hey, I'm the new king. Yeah. And I think with Kendrick, he basically said, yeah, I'm the king. It's King Kendrick. I'm the dude. And Cole's just like, I don't care. Who's the king? That song? Yeah, yeah true, I don't care. true. There are no kings. I don't care. I'm yeah. just rapping. So, and that's the Nas approach. But Nas was like, yo, I don't really care. I can be if I want to. I don't care about this shit. True. Very, very fucking true. Damn. You know what I'm saying? No um, ideas original. It's nothing new under the sun. sun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get ready to wrap it up. I know we're running out of time. And Uncle Nation, I apologize. Next week, I won't be this amp unless Flex is something stupid again, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Brown got double CD coming out. Um, this goes into my whole my whole logic about the greats always have a double CD. Um, it's probably forty song. I don't know if I want to hear 40 songs from Chris. I do. I do. But, hey, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a rap CD than a, a R&B CD or however he plans on doing it, but it's 40 songs. And I, I hope I hope it's um hope it's just good music. That's how I feel. Like, all right, so, uh, damn, this is, 
been an emotional podcast. It <laughs> is, right? Oh, shit. When you're invested in yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so... I, I feel the same way. I hope it's quality music. Um, I've been a fan of Chris Brown since before he broke. Um, I met Chris Brown during the interview with DJ Baby Drew out in um, Norfolk. Shout out to Drew. I haven't talked. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Drew. Yeah. Drew, Drew's doing great phenomenal things yes yeah, last i talked to Drew, he was in australia some shit. yeah he yeah. he he was chris brown's tour dj yeah yeah and after that that's how all of that came about from that interview so i met the 16 17 year old chris brown before run it dropped right run it dropped the week after i met him like literally we they did the interview. We were sitting outside. Chris came out, introduced himself, like so humbly. He was like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Chris Brown." Do do do. Shook everybody's hand. We went to the club after that, and the club didn't want to let him in. Of course, uh, because he was underage. So, um, his mom and his uncle that was managing him at the time had to go downstairs and talk to him. And finally, Drew ended up having to go downstairs to talk to security to let him in to explain the situation, like why he was there. And why he was supposed to be coming to the club. Chris was in the, like, upstairs doing the dances from Run It. And everybody's in the crowd looking at him like, who the fuck is this and what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it's so funny. It's so funny. In, in typical Jay-Z and Two Short fashions, funny what seven days can change, yeah? Because mm, mm. the following week, Run, and dro- Run It dropped and Chris Brown was a fucking superstar. So, I that's how I met him, and that's kind of the expectation I hold him to, mm. as far as being being about the music, and he, it went so far from that. Like it was yeah. so much music that he just put out. I felt like he was just putting out just to put out it so much music. Yeah, it wasn't quality music. I. And that's my fear with this this project. With forty tracks, my fear is some of those are going to be throwaways. Exactly. I don't know. I gotta listen to it. I mean, we're going to listen to it when it comes out, of course. But I just hope. I hope it's not the blueprint too. That's exactly. You know that's what, what I was about to go. Like it can just all be one disc. Yeah, it just it could be one phenomenal disc. Instead of, I have to sift through. 40 fucking songs for 12 or 14 that I actually like. Exactly. Exactly. That, so that's that's the bullshit. So Chris, we rooting for you. Home team, we rooting for you. Just if it if it has to be Don't fuck Virginia up. Nine filler tracks, just get rid of them. I I'd rather have a single CD of bangers than a double CD of okay material. Exactly. Right. He ain't gotta put the disclaimer on that one because that right there represents me too. <laughs> <laughs> These words are shared by those. <laughs> um, we're going to get ready to get out of here because we're not going to finish a rundown because my little tirade there. Um, I feel like I should, you remember you was like, fuck be half shit, fuck like. Hey, I feel right like I should do that. That should be a hashtag. Yeah. But um, the funk, oh, hashtag mm. funk flex challenge. If I haven't seen that shit is the funniest shit. Mike Epps, funniest motherfucker. Beijing, you lied. 
<laughs> hilarious. And the other people are doing it too is hilarious too, but of course Mike Epps is the one that stands out. I didn't hear about it. What? I didn't hear about it. For oh. Flex Challenge where people are basically getting on their camera and doing what Flex did, talking about how Pac lied and Pac had died, but they're so, just making it funny. Mike Epps did one and it's the funniest yeah, shit ever. Because you know Mike Epps doesn't wear a beard, so he painted the Beijing on his face to make a to make beard. it like the Flex beard. And he's talking about <laughs> he's uh, like, Beijing, you lie. Gosh, you said my beard was going to look full. Fluffy. <laughs> You lie. You lie. It is the oh, funniest. Oh shit! Funk flex challenge, please. Okay, look yeah, up. I have to it look is that hilarious. Up. What is that on IG? Yeah, no, yeah, IG. It might be on. Um, it might be on Facebook. Might be on Facebook by now. You probably could catch it on YouTube at this point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got a compilation put together. Funk at this yeah, it's hilarious. Um, just that's what you are to us now, Flex. You're a joke. You're a fucking donkey joke. of the day. Oh, he's oh, he Pretty yeah, much. He's man. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, son. We got to get out of here. Way is back to holding his tongue. <laughs> I'm just going to track 14 till I rise. You niggas better slow down <laughs> so you can get touched. What Pac saying troublesome? Say my name three times like Candyman? Man, I'll appear. <laughs> twice. Twice, Flex. Just twice. Mm-mm-mm. Let's let's run. We not going to finish the rundown today because my fault. I take blame. Send your hate email to me. <laughs> Um, I do want to get only into had three or more topics. Yeah, I want to get into um the rumored Jay Z Nas and Cole track that's been rumored, and the fact that Hov is apparently working on new music with Swiss. Um, Swiss posted a picture on IG of him and Hov saying album mode. So y'all can quote me on this. Jay is not going to drop an album unless Nas drops an album. And Nas is dropping exactly. Because I feel they are like their own entity at this particular point. Unfortunately, they're 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 linked together way big and Pac are. Like, yeah, it, it is what it is. But I don't think either one of them put out a project at this particular point to do numbers. Yeah, they don't. It's just like I I love music. I'm, it's for the culture, and. Nas is a more active with the music than Jay. Yeah. So it, I think when Nas is about to put out an album, it kind of clicks with Jay like, oh shit, I ain't put that out an album. Out too, such yeah. as a, Damn, I need to drop one. <laughs> if I can, if I can paraphrase, um, what is it? Track four on it was written. Nas is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Um, Nas is coming. Uh, he posted on IG yesterday. I picture, I think, a picture of him on the microphone saying "soon," simply just "soon." Mm-hmm. So Nas is coming. Um, pause. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he can do good that. music. Good, good. That's all I want. I think I'm an Escobar part. Shout out to Vance, my barber. So, so you got one. You yeah, good? I'm officially with Vance now. Right. Vance is my barber. Official. I told him. Um, funny shit. Wait, story. Um. Told him that we shot it on the podcast. He's like, cool. He said, you know, I'm more than just a barber, too. I'm a good dude. So, <laughs> that's cool. Cut my um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Shout out to Vance, though. He's a good dude. Um, let's get Ricky out of here, man. Uh, we'll talk about the rest of the shit next week. The Katy Perry thing I did want to get to, we'll save it for next week because I feel like this is the most emotional episode we've done. I think this is the biggest rant I did since the Nicole Bitchy thing I did. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. was more of a, 
that was, was more passion. Of, yeah, that, that was, was that was that was more of like a heartfelt appreciation. Yeah, that was more love. This 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 is more of why is he still breathing? Like I don't. This <laughs> gonna be an episode where I'm into I'm into it for like. 20 minutes so I respect y'all yeah. doing my, my whole thing I just I just don't get it I don't get why he starts a platform I really don't and this is not the first time like I said I'm angry with him but I'm more angry at the outlaws I'm more angry for people allowing him to do this like what the fuck like what the fuck <laughs> like this is the second time he's done this and everybody just like okay what's well, flex it, we got to the point in our society where it's like we're so apathetic like hey well that's how he feel I don't feel that way like what the fuck I mean, at the same time, like, so if he said it and then right after he was on the air saying it, walked out the station, got his ass whooped and was in a coma for a week after that, like, I mean, that's classic our era hip hop. But like at this point, it's not going to change anything that he said. It's just going to honestly... Paint a a, a a negative light over Pac's legacy even more. It's like, well, shit, when you talk about Pac, you know, this is what happens. It should be. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> really? My, my, my thing is that you shouldn't talk about Pac anyway. Bars of death. Bars, <laughs> Bars of death. My thing is you, you shouldn't talk about Pac anyway. It's been 23 years. Let that man rest in peace. Enjoy his legacy. Let his fans enjoy his music. I'm about to say, that's the shit that I didn't understand. Like, it just sounds like hate. Like it just came out of nowhere. It was, well, no, it didn't because the fucking biopics about to come. Up. Yeah, that's what it is. It just it just sounds like hate. It sounds like I'm mad at everybody liking Pac and not liking me. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And and so he's trying to make himself seem relevant. But nobody cares about you. Flex. You're old. You're washed. You're Flex washed. Started, <laughs> he he was starting to that's gain funny. some traction when he was doing. The freestyles, like the the everybody can't come up here joining. He was having like up and coming and uh, underground indie artists coming up there and just going the fuck off. And now the shit got commercialized real quick. My thing is, and I I would I would like my hope would be that West Coast artists would just no longer go to Hot ninety seven and flex. Like. Like you, you see how he puts out videos of somebody rapping and they, you know, what I'm saying he does freestyles. I'm like, what's going? Well, you, you talked about Pac, so I'm not fucking with you. But because the politics of the industry, they kind of have to fuck with him. And I, and I get no, how some don't. people are. That's what I'm saying. They don't have to, but people have that logic. Like, well, no. I need to flex my record. Fuck no, that. I mean, the, you don't need that no more. At the end more. of the day, I, I haven't mm. checked the numbers, but I'm pretty sure the Breakfast Club is doing better numbers than Breakfast, Flex right now. It is. So, like. It, Honestly, we were talking about that earlier. In society, exactly. In society today, the way hip hop is set up, you don't need to do a, a radio promo anymore. No, you don't. Like, when is the last time you seen Drake on a Breakfast Club? Never. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say these like, top artists Kanye don't do that did, anymore. Did a couple years where he wasn't doing interviews, no type of uh, market visits or anything like that. You don't need to do that no more these days. So let's stop sticking to the formulaic pattern that we've been trained over the years that. Oh, when I drop an album, I gotta do this, this, and this. Yeah, you things have changed. Business, you gotta do promos. That's all media talk. Yeah, yeah. Just things what, have changed. Know, Joe was saying earlier. Things media have changed. Talk. You don't need this motherfucker in your life, in your <laughs> cipher. In your life. You don't need him on Hot ninety seven. I'm not from New York. I don't care. I've been to New York in a long time. I need to go up there. I got a breezy up there. But um, shout out to her. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> that was savage. Oh man! Uh, but um, as always, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her. Uh, just we don't need him anymore. I, I've, I've campaigned a long time ago that I think um Loki from YouHeardTheNew.com, shameless plug for you, Loki. Um, should replace him. He's on Beats One Radio. I think he should. I think Hot ninety seven needs to usher in the new era. Need to get rid of all these dudes that are. For lack of a better word, holding back the culture and ushering something new. I think that's where radio needs to go because you don't need radio play anymore. You really don't. But you need someone who understands that. I think low key, some of the bloggers, such as myself, um, low Shame key, you know, um, Mr. X, um, all these people that, that understand this culture and this format need to transition over there. Or you're just going to become obsolete and old, like Flex. You're obsolete, and we, we look at you and laugh now. But off that, um, let's get ready to get out of here. Uh, y'all want to drop y'all social media? <laughs> Maybe I should drop mine first because everybody's going to hate me. When this episode drops tomorrow, I'm sure I'm going to get some feedback. But I didn't say anything bad about Big, so that's all people care about. Did I say anything bad about Big? I try not to talk bad about Big because there's no point. It's really no point. He's just not... I don't like him. I don't like him as an artist. He's still a brother. I mean, so he's just gonna keep going. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Ladies and this gentlemen, this episode will be like an hour thirty yeah. minutes. <coughs> um, go yeah, go ahead. Drop your um your thing. A. Ariel, Ariel, A R I E L L E. Oh my Not goodness, Ariel. Anderson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that's Facebook. Uh, honey dipped. Replace the. E's with threes and put an underscore in the middle. Honey dip. Instagram and on Snapchat. That short nerdy chick on Xbox. Because Xbox is still relevant. Fuck you if you don't think so. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to agree with that. Because my 360 be popping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be jumping, yeah. Fuck that. Um, underscore G. Underscore L-I. On Instagram. Twitter. Uh... AGR.G on Snapchat. Um, AGR.GLI on Facebook. And I'm pretty sure that's about it. Um, shout out to my my homeboy, um, B. Taylor, for listening to the show. Um, he's been in, enjoying it, giving great feedback. Can I be petty? What? Be petty. All right, so shout out to all those mixtapes I'm getting in my inbox, even though you don't know what the show is um, you know, about right now. Shout out to Schnug. West End. And I, of course, am... The Wade. motherfucking... <laughs> the... <laughs> the Wade Blogs. Get your shit right. Um, everything. Instagram, IG, uh, Twitter, Snapchat. Xbox, the fuck ever. Play me in 2K, I beat your ass. Play me in Madden, I beat your ass. Um, NCAA 14, I'm still on 360 on that. All right, so for the up. next, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, horrible. I'm because he just made me think of something when he started talking about 2K. So they had a tournament um a couple weeks, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. over in Newport News, mm. 2K tournament at a spot called um Graffiti Studio. Shout out to them because I I love the way they represent just like. Raw music, but they had a, it. It was it was for bread. So. Oh, word. oh, next, so oh, yeah, ne- yeah. So next yeah, yeah. time I need to win some bread. Yeah. I'm on. I'm next on time that. they have, I'm on that. I'm nice. I'm nice. I'm nice with this. What up? What up? I'm, I'm interested. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Shit. I'm interested. 
I mean, oh, you know, I'm like, you play 2K? I ain't know you play 2K. If nice. I hear money, it's going down. Oh, I right. nice, nice. I even let you pick my team and still beat you by three. Oh god. Um, oh shit. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Follow right. everything. Follow, <laughs> follow the podcast because um, words with Wade on Instagram, Snapchat, and uh, uh, tw- Twitter. And Google, because um, we are Google. And Googleable, Google, Googleable. <laughs> we are Googleable. So Google <laughs> us if you don't have. Um, an iPhone or an Android. I don't know what kind of phone you fucking have. But um <laughs> you can listen to us on SoundCloud. If you have an laptop. iPhone and Android, like what the fuck? What what if you do with your life? What you got a, a razor? What the fuck? <laughs> um <laughs> You gotta have one of those, right? I mean I mean but they can still have an iPod. But you, we don't iTunes. I mean, but if you don't have you don't have Apple, you don't have Android, what the fuck do you have? Like the fuck? Like what you got a some Motorola people, or some shit? Some people still got track phones, sir. We don't, we're track phoneable. <laughs> really, I'm done with you. That you is not a new hashtag. Ownable <laughs> on every- <laughs> everything. <laughs> ownable or ubleable. <laughs> listen, listen, you can find us SoundCloud. Follow me. I tweet the link out a thousand times a week. So you can follow. If you don't know where you can listen to us, just follow me. You can listen to us. Leave your comments. Email us at wordswithwade at uncutmag.net. All questions and comments, I shall read. I yes. got a, I got a funny feeling that inbox is going to be lit this week. And I shall read them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking gonna, forward to it. Yeah, that's going to be hilarious. I think, I think I'm going to name this episode Light Troublesome. After the, after nah, that. you should name it Be Clear. Yeah, either Be Clear or Troublesome. I'm, I understand the Be Clear. Yeah, Be Clear. Be yeah. Clear. But that's his thing. He kind of says that a lot. I don't. I don't. But want. you were saying it. The but whole, you were saying it the, the whole time. time. I, want, I got right. videos, like, man. Let's be clear. Because I wanted to be. I wanted to be very. You know what? <laughs> hey. Here's what happens with, with rants like these and emotional rants. People hear one thing and then translate it the way they want to. I want to be y'all understand. I'm saying exactly what I want to say. I speak perfect English. You don't got to translate shit. Then you can say, "Let me be clear." Because well, after you hear the episode, you gonna probably name it that anyway. Yeah, you should won't. listen. To I how probably. You sound I do. I listen to every episode before I post it. So. I got the videos, man. Yeah. So um, this gonna be funny. Uh, I'm waiting for the feedback. 31, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh. episode 31, man. We in the Dirty 30 Club. Uh, Yo. This is, this is a... Four shirts on the 50 or 100. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the 50. Well, I think our, our, a year episode will probably be, probably be like episode 49, 50, because, you know, we, it should be 52, but we, we skipped weeks shirts. and stuff. Yeah. So, we're, probably episode 49, 48, 50 would be our year episode. Cool. Yeah, have to see when we posted the first one. Yeah, well, no, I know the date. I just know, because we skipped weeks. So it's not gonna be fifty two weeks exactly. It'll be like forty nine or fifty. Maybe we should just do the fiftieth episode. Should be our anniversary episode. Just make that it. That's fine. We'll With do the that. Shirts. That's cool. And then the back of the shirt hashtag our name. Yeah. Uh, what? What is this? B Street? What are you talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah. What? what? Come on. Why would you? What's wrong what? with that? What? A words away shirt. With a hat. What? What? Yeah. With a hashtag Ari on the back of my shirt. Okay. Hashtag way. Okay. Hashtag Ozone. Me. Turbo breaking two electric Fine, You ain't gonna have no hashtag right, on the I mean, back of your shit. shirt. You can just have the words way Maybe on the front, should. and your and your back yeah. be plain as fuck. I'm hashtag. <laughs> I'm hashtag. I'm nah. and everything on the back of my guy. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm working on hosting a uh, live podcast at. I can't say that. Um, yeah. We got something you coming You are up. a terrible I can't say that on the Do podcast. You know I can say after the podcast. And <laughs> He'll start a story start and then we'll and be like, it. Yeah, I can't say that on the podcast. This, but as soon as we have more information, you are a terrible person. And then never get back to it, though. But you never get back to the information. Y'all got to remind me, man. My mind be going a million beats a minute. Like, man. 
shit be happening. Like, boo, boo, boo. Like, you know what I mean? Boo, boo, boo. Mm-hmm. And we're still on the podcast. Just let you still talking. <laughs> so, as always. So, as always. So, yeah, let's get out of here. Like, what, 15 minutes ago? We, <laughs> we're still talking. We like an hour and 30 minutes. Um, yeah. So, as always, especially with this particular episode. <laughs> going to always. Listen. going to need a two hours. Yeah. Eventually. Home. Eventually, yeah. yeah. We can get to two hours. But um, with this episode especially, you may agree with some things we say. <laughs> or he says. Or I say. You may not agree with some things we say. Uh-huh. Or I say. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? Is we keep it uncut. Sure not. Uncut. Till next time, catch you on the internet. Shit! Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.